0: I do care. I
1: do. I will say this: I did make three bets with the National League, so I do care a little bit more about the National League. Well, there's a timeout, there's so if better you want to at least. I think there's some better numbers in the NL. I'll give you a minute here. They're in a timeout, so I, I think there's some better numbers in the NL that we could go over here in a second. But 64-61. See, usually I would be uh, ten out of ten times I'm with you on A and M. I just yep. I thought this would be a bounce-back spot for Tennessee. They do have a lot of injuries. I mean, they're pretty beat mm-hmm. up right now, but they've lost three of the last four games. I thought eventually they'd win a game. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., I did bet. You did? I had to, man. So last year was... He's 10 to 1. Not Yeah, so 10 to 1 is the price. Uh, let's look at these actually really quickly here. So Juan Soto, plus 550. Mookie Betts, 9 to 1. Fernando Tatis Jr., who is going to be back here soon. He's 10 to 1. Paul Goldschmidt, to repeat, is 10 to 1. And then you have Ronald Acuna Jr., who's 10 to 1. Uh, If you shop around, you might even be able to find yourself a 12-to-1. Not just saying, I'm just saying. But he's a full year healthier coming back from that ACL injury. Last year, I had huge expectations from him when he did get back, but the power numbers just weren't really there. Uh, He only hit 15 homers last year. I don't know that he's going to get back to the 41 that he hit in 2019, but I think 30-30, a 30-30 season's probably doable. And oh, I also needed
0: that. That ball hung on the rim for way too long. Tennessee just took a three to tie it. It bounced twice on the rim and fell off. Brutal, man. Brutal. <laughs> but like I was talking about with the <laughs> That's AL That's how this is going to go for the next the, minute. Uh, war, <laughs> I'm going to the hell out of this so for a second. There's plenty of <laughs> metrics, obviously,
1: that matter. But war is the most important. Aaron Judge last year had a ridiculous season. Also, uh, you know. Led, to see, led the league in WAR. The projected WAR leader for the National League, Trey Turner. By the way, we'll talk about Trey Turner here in a second when I can actually breathe. But Okuna was the first one that I, uh, what I bet at ten to one. So I think a 30-30 season, he's going to be in one of, uh, member of one of the better lineups in the entire National League. Bounce back year if he does hit forty bombs. I think he wins MVP. So a ten to one price in the National League, pretty good.
0: I also here's the thing, like, real quick on Trey Turner. Yeah. he's twelve to one at BetMGM to win MVP. Uh, the new the bigger bases the slightly shorter base path. They're trying to encourage more stealing. There's nobody better at stealing bases than Trey Turner.
1: Yeah, and see that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at stolen bag numbers yep. home run numbers RBI numbers. He's the projected war leader for the National League at 6.8 the last two seasons. He's actually the only player in Major League Baseball with a war above 6.0 in back-to-back seasons. Uh, The only other guy to do that was Jose Ramirez. Like you said, man, he signs this big deal to play in Philadelphia. So you have a hitter-friendly ballpark at Citizens.
0: I think he's going to have a monster year. I think he'll have a bigger year than he did at Dodger Stadium. You know, on a a side note for a Nats fan like me, seeing Bryce Harper and Trey Turner in a Phillies uniform makes me want to throw up. And imagine when Bryce comes back and he's healthy. I think that that's a really good price on the Phillies to
1: win the World Series, too. I just have to stay away from them. They're with the Angels because I play them every year to win the
0: division. We're in the middle of a drawn-out replay here in it's, Texas it's A&M. Tennessee. Spend this entire team. game. Spend this entire game. I man. mean, this has been. This is as close as it gets. After that missed three by Tennessee that would have tied it. I mean, yeah, you really couldn't tell who that ball went off of. Yeah. It might be almost one of those like simultaneous things. Yeah. So this as long is, as it goes to Texas A&M, this is a every game. Of, this is every college throws. basketball. I know, game. I know. I know.
1: That's why they have to be
0: shorter, because they take so long late like this. Yeah. The one thing about basketball, I will say before we get back to NL MVP, uh, and we'll see it a lot more in March, end of game execution. It's bad. These kids just aren't – they're not used to being in these high-pressure situations. Like, it's – like, once you hit March specifically, or games that are impacting your positioning in March. Like, this matters for Tennessee. They need this win. I think that's off of Tennessee. I think it is, too. I think he pushed it out of his hands. All right, so the rebound by... T- uh, oh, my God, that's close. No, that might actually be off Texas A&M. You just have to go judgment call here. I mean, it looks like they're giving it to Tennessee. We'll take it. 30 seconds to go I down think that's 30. actually the right call. Watching it from one angle, it looked one way. You watch it from the other angle, Buzz Williams is freaking out. But it's actually the right call if you look, because you had it on... Texas A&M was going up. You grabbed the rebound, and you had a Tennessee player go in between his two hands to push the ball out. But the... Left hand of the guy that grabbed the rebound on Texas A and M. This is so hard to describe, like oh, this. I know, like kind of pushed forward with the ball and still touched it. I mean, it's as close as it could possibly be. So Tennessee's going to have another chance here as we break up the central discussion. But this is supposed it's to be live to a, reaction, so good, who cares?
1: Get an easy bucket here, Tennessee. I'd
0: yeah. say go for a go for a quick three. Just force up a really bad shot. You're Tennessee. That would be great. Yeah, is... I,
1: I'll take I'll just take a quick bucket. We don't, even, we don't even need the three. It's been
0: like three minutes since they took that three, by the way.
1: 31 seconds to go. Eventually, we might have an inbound pass coming in here. At some
0: point. I mean, hand him the ball and inbound it, please. Here we go. Oh, it's taking so long. Draw something up here. What do what we got? 18 on the shot clock, Let's too. So He's a quick, quick bucket. There Gets right. the bucket. Now we play the foul game. All here right. It comes so the foul game. Yep. Back Ronald, to National Ronald Ronald
1: Acuna Jr., 10 to 10-1. Trey Turner. This is so hard to do. Same price. <laughs> and then, all right, so Juan Soto's plus 550, and I played Juan Soto last year, and it was a down year for him, but he did have a league-high 20% walk rate, and he oh, still hit 27 homers. It was
0: a down year for a guy that wasn't getting any looks at
1: the plate. But, like, but that's the thing. That's what I mean. He had a 20% walk rate, though, and he still hit 27 homers. I don't think you're going to be able to – uh, intentionally mm-hmm. walk him. I mean, like nope. he's in the heart of the best lineup in all of baseball. Yes, especially when they do get to Tees back. So plus five fifty isn't really a great price. But if he gets off to maybe a slow start this season or doesn't get his pitches right away, and we could get like an eight to one, I might look to play Juan Soto. Um, Cause I just don't think there's like really good value with the long shots. Like Kyle Schwarber at forty to one is not going to win an MVP, right? Because he's going to strike out a whole bunch. He's going to hit two thirty five. He's going to hit forty homers, and that's a season right there he'll for get Kyle you big Schwarber. Big bombs.
0: He'll be fun to watch in the home run derby. But yeah, there's just you know who Kyle Schwarber reminds me of a little bit is Adam Dunn. Yeah. Big homers, big strikeouts. Yeah, he's
1: not going to hit for average. Yeah. He's
0: going to strike out a bunch. Hits he's two eighteen 40. with forty five homers, yeah. and you're like that. That's what you get. Yeah. So I'm just like, but I'm looking at these prices. Like
1: he's forty to one. Michael Harris is fifty to one. I would not play that. Uh, Matt Olson, I don't really hate at twenty five to one or Austin Riley at sixteen to one. But I'm just looking at these guys at the top. Paul Goldschmidt. I would actually rather play uh, Nolan Arenado at twelve to one. He had a really comparable season. I don't think that the Cardinals offensively are going to skip a beat this year. The NL Central's not very good. Uh, other than the Brewers, really no competition there. I don't really hate that at 12 to 1, but that's kind of what I was looking at, would be uh, obviously Ronald Acuna Jr. at 10 to 1, Trey Turner at 12 to 1. I think those are my best bets on the yeah. board right now in the National League.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of value on Soto, but man, that makes sense because that's a lineup now where you can protect him and you yeah. can go out there and get your 45 home runs. Oh,
1: yeah, he's not walking
0: 20% of the time. Oh, no! This year. Oh, my God, Tennessee's going to. Oh, oh, my God. They call foul? what do they call you may have got Texas the A&M almost turn the ball over in the back in their own oh my god
1: 64-63 22 seconds to go this is SEC
0: basketball this year It's wild man I mean it's just look good good pressure but you're sitting here now and you're you got two got two guys diving on the floor at the same time and it's just another chaotic moment. It's going to probably take five I mean I don't even know what they called it I, I, I'm assuming Texas A&M called a timeout here with no sound it makes it that much harder Oh yeah Absolutely. Probably should put subtitles on.
1: Absolutely. Actually, they, he kind of just fumbled. It. They, yeah, or they may have even called the reach right there. Don't they know that we have Indiana, Michigan State that we need to I watch know. here tonight too? Indiana's already up sixteen to ten on Michigan State. I'll take it. So I would like to get that going here eventually. Now we're going to go back to the uh, to the review booth. You know that. That this is this is my problem with college uh, know, basketball on the weekends when you bet these games on a Saturday or a Sunday, especially. The and, last minute takes oh, yeah. an extra
0: 20 minutes,
1: and I and I find myself doing this a lot. Where I'll tell my wife, like, "Yeah, yeah, we could go out to dinner, but uh, there's two minutes and 30 seconds left of this game," and then oh, my like, wife knows that trick. Well, yeah, yeah, but fo- yeah. football is bad enough. It mo- yeah, college basketball is it's worse. The worst. It's it's worse than it's ever been, man. It's just it's it's a mess. So all right, A and M does have possession here, 22 seconds to go. So shot clock's turned off. So Tennessee's going to have to foul. We're in the bonus here.
0: Oh, Oh my my God, God, he got
1: another steal. Oh, he's cherry-picking it, and he loses the handle again.
0: Just foul. They keep going for the steal, though. You guys have, like... This this is like watching seventh-grade basketball I mean, this is what I'm saying. This is the problem with college basketball. The late-game management from so many of these kids, it's just... They're just not there. They're just not. It's almost like we're betting on 19-year-old kids. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's really, really hard. Also, the thing, too, you know what? I'd like the ball brought up to midcourt. I don't need this full-court crap. Let's bring it up to midcourt. I want jump balls. Let me just t- tell you all the things wrong with college basketball, real quick. Oh, yeah, Why go- do we play halves? Yeah. It's dumb.
1: Yeah. You should go to the quarters?
0: Possession arrows, stupid. Mm-hmm. We don't need any of this. Yeah. You should be inbounding the ball at midcourt. You should be able to advance it like you do in the NBA. All right. Man. Texas m two massive yeah. free throws. Wade
1: Taylor, 12 of 13 from the charity stripe tonight. Now 13 of 14. Two point lead. 17 seconds to go. Man,
0: what a fight we got 65-63 with 17 seconds. Texas A&M up two.
1: Here's where I get my mess. Remember
0: miss. the... It's, minus, it's Texas A&M minus one and a half. And, I, and,
1: and I'm fine. I'll take a push for you because I do have Tennessee plus two. I'm willing to... Uh, I would appreciate I'm, that
0: compromise. I'm, I'm
1: willing to give that to you since Villanova did come home for me. Villanova
0: did. Missed this. I oh. was too scared to go on Villanova.
1: He sinks them both.
0: This is still... 66-63.
1: Oh, Luckily... I think Tennessee may be out of time. Thank God,
0: because we need this game to just wrap.
1: No, they do have one left. Oh my God! I think they have a 20-second timeout there's remaining. Still, there's
0: already just 11 minutes left in the half. They're Indiana and go. Michigan State. No, good, they're inbound in it.
1: They got to go full court here. I just, just, just a quick bucket. And that's that's the problem here. I don't need a quick bucket. 10 seconds to go. Uh, the whole world waits in anticipation. Please shoot
0: a three and miss it. Oh, step back three. That uh, was so, so ugly. That better be t- again. Another. It's gonna be another replay on inbound. No. All right, no, they gave it to Texas A&M. Yeah, that's off on Tennessee. Three seconds to go. Brutal. Just minus a, one and a half, three seconds away from coming home. Just a terrible loss for Tennessee. Terrible loss for
1: Tennessee. A couple weeks ago, people were making the case for Tennessee over Alabama and the SEC. Hashtag yeah. people do forget that. <laughs> not, it's not been a good stretch. But that's, that's, that's what I love about college basketball, especially this year. You know, you're going to find when we get to March, like, Anything could happen, obviously. And a lot of these teams are just battle-tested, like these tough road games. That, was, that barely hit the rim, by the way. That was, I mean. That was a pretty bad
0: shot. I didn't like the step back, but. 17-10, Indiana up on Michigan State right now. Don't like that start either. No.
1: Sorry, right, plenty of I ball do, game but...
0: left. We got we got eleven minutes to go in the first half. We won't be here for the conclusion of that though, so we won't have to go against each other emotionally. No, no, no. Mi- Just this game.
1: M- and Michigan State doesn't get out of bed till they're down double digits, so That's I'm not true. too worried about that. That is true. Not yeah, worried.
0: It's a little early to start worrying about anything like that. They're doing. I told you they're going back to the replay booth again.
1: Yeah, this one. There's no chance that this uh... is getting. Uh, this is this is a uh, and ball. No chance that this one's getting getting reviewed. How about Creighton? Forty to thirty-two. Creighton getting hot at the right time. Big East is absolutely loaded, but they're up eight right now on Marquette uh, at home. 30 seconds to go in the first half there. Creighton, that, that, they, they might be a sneaky team all of a yeah. sudden, 18-9, 12-4 in conference really, play.
0: Really, and that's what we're going to have to look for as we get closer to March, and maybe you kind of get a gauge during the conference tournaments is find, really just finding the hot team or two. That's 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 really the only way you can find any confidence in this this wild season in college basketball. Yeah,
1: and some of these teams got off to slow starts like Creighton. You know, we had uh, Tom Casale on to start the year. He was talking to their futures. Yeah,
0: he did really like Creighton, I remember. Alright, yeah. we got three and a half seconds to go here. 66-63 Texas A&M up three. It's Texas A&M minus one and a half.
1: How about another steal here?
0: How about not? How about a foul? There we go. Let's get a little cushion. Get out a little cushion. Need a two-point win here.
1: But then you get your push. Uh oh, no, it's She'll all over. Again. They won't even attempt a field goal after this. They'll make the first free throw,
0: and then that'll be the game. And that's the way that it goes down.
1: But it's uh, all right. It's all right.
0: I never celebrate until it's over.
1: I just can't. Oh. They got back in this game, too, because that was not looking good for Tennessee. Yeah, it looked really bad for a while. Painful.
0: That's a painful loss. But Tennessee started off on, like, an eight-zero 0 run.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, well, we move on. There you go. All right. I'm over it. I won't ding it yet. I have to wait till it's actually done. Um. Anyway, so I think before we got rudely interrupted by this long, drawn-out end of game, 67-63. Now, uh, Juan Soto could be in for a monster year, and there's a reason why he's the favorite of plus 550 to win the NL. And listen, like, if you want, if if you want to be comfortable and have a good chance of winning money, betting Juan Soto plus 550, it's not. I mean, it's not horrible. Do you think it takes away like just because they're so stacked though?
1: You know, I mean, we talked about that last year with Paul Goldschmidt, and it didn't, that Nolan Arenado had a comparable year, that he had a monster year. But do you worry just because there are so many dudes in that lineup? I mean, it is Juan Soto. It is Tatis. It's Manny Machado, who also wants a new deal. So, you know, he's going to be extra motivated be in coming, coming too, into the yeah. season. I mean, that lineup is just absolutely stacked. It is, I, I, but I if, he stands, so, if
0: Juan Soto stands out, then it, it's the opposite. It's like, look at all these guys, and you still played better than all of them. Exactly. There we go. Texas A&M minus one and a
1: half. I really thought that we had a shot with that half-court shot.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hit at the shot clock.
1: Was not to be no.
0: 68-63.
1: Tennessee fails me. <laughs> and uh, I kind of deserve it because I faded them this weekend against Kentucky, and so uh, they got their payback against me. But it's all right. It's all right. Damn them.
0: Glad I glad I actually didn't tail you on that. That's a
1: big win for Texas A&M, man.
0: I tailed you on uh, Villanova over the weekend, though, and that hit. Yeah, yeah. So there was that. Yeah, Villanova winning outright tonight was a good thing. Yep. I I wish I would have only bet
1: that though. That was my that was my favorite game coming into the night. I do like Michigan State. Did like Michigan State, but uh not off to a good start here. They have 12 points through 13 minutes of action and they're down 7
0: already with yep. 8:56 to go. It's just too so early, early to sit and make it a thing though. I, I just, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, it's just it's 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 big to, it's
1: Michigan State at home. They've been uh they're 10 and 4 this season. They've been really good at home. I just, those are,
0: that's what I've been looking at. Ah, man, I can't believe it. (sighs) I can take a deep breath at least with that. I was inches away, one tap away from taking Tennessee.